Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Week 9 is in the books, Andy, and I need the Bengals to hold on and win and cover here to get me into the green today because I took a big fat L in Philly betting dumb boys and I lost count of the fluky crazy chances and the so closes and I mean if you were to tell me like dude don't bet the Cowboys they built Jerry World on an Indian burial ground Okay. Yeah. What? Mike. What if a bunch of bad stuff happened late in the game on oh, you know drives where they were doing? Oh, jeez, that was just full, full, full on heartbreak. And I mean, we can like, it's it's crazy to say this, but like, literally, if Dak gets a playoff with then there's no false start on first and five from the six yard line with 24 seconds to go, and they score a touchdown, we're literally like, is Dak in the MVP conversation? Like is yeah. Dallas going to be the one seed? I know. And I got in light I got, in light of that loss. I'm like, fuck, man. What's wrong with Dak? That was awful. What's wrong with McCarthy? Fire him. Did, like did it, you, this was such a volatile, such a volatile. Did you see my tweet? So it's just yes, one of those. Yeah. That you, it's one of those yeah. tweets you just start typing out. Be, and I was just like mad because Dak had. <clears> he looked sack, like the, the slowest the sack, man on the earth sack, on that. The sack was the, the oh, sacks late. Yeah. The the yeah, scramble the on third conversion. down where I felt oh like God. he probably should have scored. Um, oh the, my God. The, the, two know, point the late conversion. penalties, the, the delay of game, just like not being organized late, throwing to Tolbert on that one. So I was like mad at Dak, and I got like nine replies. Dak was really good today. Yeah, I mean, is that what you want? Is you want Dak to be really I good? I did for, see that tweet, and I almost for, replied that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, is that, I mean, but is that what you want? Do you want no. Dak to be, really good no i want him to win that fucking game or do you want him to be good at the end and and win that game yes he went he went a little romo there um he went super romo he went super romo oh my all that was missing was him holding on a field goal all right let's let's start (laughs) start sunday morning though start let's start no let's give me your take on thursday night football uh steelers worst five win team of all time and are they going to go to the playoffs another that was another total they got steamed up to 37 landed at 36 unbelievable um steelers last play of the game decided the side in the total i know it's um that's entertainment this is thursday night football for you we got by, by the way, we got uh, we got cooked on a second half over that very much should have gotten there. Yeah, that, that like was there was some pick. real bullshit. Like the, the George Pickens non touchdown. What a clown! Trying your, that guy's a clown. George. That um, guy is a clown. Yeah, and that, that's what makes it hard to it makes it hard to grade Kenny sometimes. Although Kenny wasn't great, Levis is good. I think uh, kind of. I think you have a bit of a conversation now, considering where you're at with Tanny. Maybe we just stick with this kid. Let him play out the year. See where oh, I work. Without three question, and, no three question. Three and five. Like what? What? What's the point of bringing Tannehill back and trying to make some run at what the seventh seed or something along those lines? So, dude, isn't it um, organizational malpractice to bring Tannehill back instead of just developing Levis? Yeah, I know, but teams do this all the time. They talk themselves into silly things. So, I don't know. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee probably deserved a little better fate, or at least a, you know, a, a, a better shot. But uh, you can't fight that voodoo. You can't fight that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers voodoo. Amazing. I, I guess let's just take a quick sidebar to just say, what a job. 
by Mike freaking Tomlin. I mean, this guy has the 31st best team in the NFL playing at a five and three pace. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think yeah. they still have a negative point differential. <laughs> I mean, hey, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin is a G and he is he deserves some recognition. And I don't care in what form that comes, but coach of the year is a fair place to start. They've been outscored by 30 points in eight oh, games. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. All right. So, well, not great. Not great. Uh, this. Uh, let's move to this morning in Frankfurt, Germany, where the roof was closed and the uh, flow of the game was bizarre. Um, the first half of the game felt a little tilty in terms of preferential refereeing in favor of Kansas City. And that said, they were just they were the cleaner team. They were the more kind of well prepared team, which is <clears throat> weird considering that uh, Miami went over earlier well that didn't matter this time um but uh yeah big win for kansas city i was on them i enjoyed that tremendously um but uh boy oh boy did every moment of the second half feel like that was going to slip away from them that was going to go through their fingers there was a couple of really high leverage plays that kansas city well, there was the one i mean it's the one I, I hate to ever boil 60 minutes of any sport like down to one play but like sometimes there's such a high leverage play and it's just like, you know, that that was it. And it was the turnover that was obviously the the touchdown that yeah. I mean it was the game winning touchdown, I guess, because yeah. it ended up being 21-14. And the fact that it wasn't just, oh, it was like a bad turnover at the 30 or like they were they were going to turn that game. They were gonna get some scores. Yeah. They were gonna get a score to end the half and they were getting the ball first. Right? Seven game. Yeah. At 14 to seven. It's obviously 14 to three, 14 to seven, whatever. Yeah, they were gonna yeah, score. They were gonna. Yeah, 14, they were gonna get off the snap. Even four, yeah, even fourteen to three. Obviously, very much preferable to twenty-one nil. Um, and then, yeah, Kansas City. I don't know if it was there was some. The refing was a little sus, and both the whole game. It felt like it switched sides randomly. Yeah. Uh, like well, that wasn't a very good call. That very much helped the team out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, it, it did. It felt dicey at the end, though. And Here's, I guess I want to give Miami some credit because. Yeah. We were we were kind of on a train where we said, "Can Miami beat good teams? Can yeah. Miami come back from yeah. being down against good teams?" You know, they they did it once really, and it was against a shit team in Carolina. Yeah, but uh, I, I was impressed. Ready? Here's what I have in my notes. Rate these takes. You ready? Yes. Chris Jones is an idiot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, number two, uh, Matt Nagy is terrible at second half adjustments. Uh, and then third note, uh, Tua is a system quarterback. Um, it felt like when the, you know, when the going got tough, Tua did not have an ability to really read and respond to the play that needed to be made. Uh, he was just sort of doing what McDaniel's was telling him. That was kind of my impression of a lot of the second half of that game, and really those last two drives where a touchdown ties it. Um, and credit to the Chiefs secondary, they played amazingly well against the best wide receiving core in football, probably. Um, yeah, and, I, I was a little uh, worried yeah. that Waddle injury was going to be worse than it was. He ended up coming yeah. back in, uh, so that turned out fine. There wasn't, I don't think there really were many other injuries. I did mention this last week, too, on the, the preview show when we went over this game. I said, I'm interested in Miami, not in this game, but long-term. 
They did get, you know, Williams played, Armstead played. They had their all offensive line. The secondary keeps getting healthier. That defense looked pretty good in the second half. I, I, I mean, you're right. I do want to give Nagy some, you know. There was some. There was a second down uh, run at one point. A second and ten, I want to say, where they handed it off to Lamichael Pirine, <clears throat> and he got one yard. And it was like, what did you expect? What are we doing here? Why did That's we do this? Yeah, what 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 the what was the plan? Um, the next play, I believe, was the deep pass attempt to uh, Valdez Scantling, which was a good concept, but it was well covered. And I think the takeaway I, still thought I he was going to have it. I thought he was too, but like I guess cold. I got to give I got to give the Dolphins defense a little bit of credit. Like they did a really nice job in coverage here, better than I thought they were going to be able to do. Um, they were they, they that's a unit that's on the come up, but Tua by the but. Tua is he's not a he's not the guy. So he should not be we, we mentioned we mentioned this and I, I said this and I don't know if I could put too fine a point on this, but Tua is bad against pressure. Yeah. He's always been, but McDaniel is a good coach and they have the right pieces for this. And you've anybody who's watched any Miami games has seen how much movement, how much pre-snap movement and you know shuffling around they do. It gets guys open right away as defenses have to adjust right before the snap. Mm-hmm. And you have all these easy passes to make, mm-hmm. and you're doing them within like a second and a half of the snap. So yeah. if you have a quarterback who's just maybe you're convinced is never gonna get better against pressure, just design plays where there's no pressure because the ball's out so fast. And you saw that when he had to hold on to the ball and it wasn't even like good pressure, it was just, oh, somebody's finally breaking through on the edge and he needs to either slide up or move out and you know run some sort of bootleg. The, the struggles were real and that was a bit of an issue. So against good defenses where they're not getting that stuff, you know, the easy stuff right off the bat, he's not able to snap these balls. You know, a second, two seconds after it snapped, he's going to have a lot yeah. of trouble. Yeah, so, and, I don't know. I it's will still say, a really good team, though. And if this defense <clears throat> continues to improve, it's it's going to be more. Than yeah, just yeah, yeah. No, watch this space offense. for Dolphins defense getting a better rating. I think that's very fair. Um, yeah. You want to guess who the uh, number one receiver was for the Chiefs today? It was Noah Gray. Well, he caught three be, balls for 34 yards in Andy, and he was the number one receiver for the, for the winning Kansas City Chiefs. Number two was Sky Moore. Number three was Jarek McKinnon. Number four was Mar- Marquez valdez I was a little Sky five. because he had the one long, longer ball. Number five was one catch for 18-yard Kadarius Tony. Number six was Rasheed Rice. Number seven was Justin Watson, who got five targets for some dumb reason. Number, I don't I I'm losing. I lost count, but Travis Kelsey had three catches for 14 yards on four targets. Zero clue why he wasn't in the game plan. I don't know if they overthought it. Okay, we can we can <laughs> trick them. Yeah, we can trick them. They're gonna they're gonna put so many resources yeah. towards Kelsey. We can we can yeah. out, we can outmaneuver them. You wanna if you, if 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 uh, Matt Nagy is listening, you want a tip. <clears throat> Take the uh, Justin Watson targets. Give him to Rasheed Rice. He's got a pulse. That guy's got that guy's got a pulse. Find ways to get the ball in Rasheed Rice's hands. He's your best wide receiver outside of Travis. Multiple Kelsey, comments about yeah. no Taylor Swift being becoming an issue. Yes, yeah, it is becoming an issue. It is starting, um, all right, let's move up. on to the day games. Unless you have any other final thoughts, closing thoughts. No. 
Chiefs and Dolphins go on by. Nothing to think about for them this week, right? Yeah, we get another game in Frankfurt, though, next week. I Actually, you know what? One final thought. You ready, Andy? Yes. Thank you to Mr. Roger Goodell for putting a an international game on Daylight Savings Day. I know. I had to think about it a little. I'm like, oh, no, Thank I get you. an extra minute. I get an extra hour. Because one of my least favorite things in life as an adult who cares about the NFL on Daylight Savings Day, you know it. It takes an extra hour for football yeah. to start. And you're just yeah. like, I'm ready for it to be on. It's not on. It sucks. Well, we had it today, thanks to the international game. So, yeah. thank you. All right. <clears throat> oh, that was nice. And in in some future, where oh, they boy. when they move teams, and we have like four teams in Europe, can you imagine like just every week having like two eight thirty games? Yeah. Oh, every it'd be week. The best. It would be the best. <clears throat> Too many I would, hours. I'd love it. I would love it. Um, all right. Let's you see what you see what the uh, you see what the first morning game we get to come in this? Yeah. yeah. Game of the day. Well, there was well, two games of the day. Well, there was three games of the day. So I bet the under in this game because I really I really didn't think I, I'd seen Jaron Hall. I went back and looked at some preseason stuff. I'm like, <laughs> they're fucked. They're so fucked. This kid is so bad. And um, I'm not going to claim like bad beats because I thought the Minnesota defense would play a little better and maybe they would have in a game state where they were just losing, you know, <laughs> but it was such a fucking weird game with all the turnovers inside. Well, it's like, hey, Minnesota turns the ball over inside the five Atlanta kicks yeah. a field goal four plays later. Yeah. just really weird. It was like 11 to 11 to three at one point. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, Jaron Hall gets knocked out. Dobbs, uh, anyone who hasn't seen those tweets, go find that, uh, like, Alec Pierce from oh, The man. Athletic. And I think he's with The Athletic. But Unbelievable. Him, Seifert, he writes for the local paper up here. There's yeah. so many stories. God, of, like, godlike stuff from Dobbs. Yeah. K- KOC, his voice is gone because he was talking constantly, like, it's up until they – they kill the the mic trying to just tell Dobbs like where everybody should go for every single play. He said he did a really good job, but at the same time, nobody could do enough in the amount of time he had to be ready for this. They had to simplify things. He scrambled on a few third downs, Uh, a big, a big point of emphasis. I wanted to like his sack avoidance, especially Mm -hmm. on key downs was massive. They don't win the game if he doesn't, you know, avoid some serious pressure on a few key they don't, downs. They don't win the game if he doesn't scramble for 25 yards on fourth and forever. Yeah, I mean, that was obviously a huge one. That's yeah. massive. The, the scramble for the touchdown, the the drive. I mean, just the le- the late drive. Like yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta was gifted. It was like I have no idea what the right side was here. Everybody was <laughs> no gifting each other, but no, no one will ever un- unravel that. No clue. It was. It was such a weird game. No, you can see this is like the weird thing. Atlanta had like wildly, wildly shitty red zone efficiency in this one. Like there is a world where the exact same Vikings drives happen, right? And Atlanta's up and, like and Atlanta's third, 30 up thirty-five to, to three. Yeah, thirty-five yeah. to three. Like it's just it's not competitive. Like this is just an absolute runaway blowout. And the fact that it was eleven to ten at halftime had everyone who had Minnesota with a little. Mm, you're you're going to leave us in. You're going to let uh, you're going to let them tell Dobbs what the plays are and let him introduce him to his teammates at halftime here, and maybe they'll get even better in the second half. But uh, no, there was it was a bananas game. 
there was one, two, three. The okay, they had uh, four field goals and a safety to get to fourteen points, and they were yeah. up fourteen to ten. And you're you're under. You're probably still feeling pretty good. And if I if you have Minnesota plus four and a half, which I had, I was like, this is gonna die some sort of horrible, horrific death. Um, but uh, yeah, from there it just this game just exploded. It was entertaining as as shit. I could watch this one two or three more times and just try to understand how this happened. Um, but the touchdown at the end of the game, the, the two touchdown drives that Dobbs that you know that that uh, Dobbs led to score. You know, to go to tie at 21-21 with the touchdown, the two-point conversion, and then to win it at 31-28, where they were just spectacular. Uh, it was absolutely incredible. I thought Taylor Heineke and the Atlanta Falcons offense showed a little bit more life than I expected after all of yeah, those. Yeah, Heineke, zones, Heineke, you know, Heineke composed himself well. Yeah. Um, he had a bad he had, I do he have some one Atlanta really bad to miss pass. 21-21, right? so his interception that set the uh, – uh, that gave the uh, Vikings three points was pretty horrific. Um, All right. And anyway. you mentioned this, like they were horrific in the red zone. They didn't really get to the red zone. I, I, yeah. and, I, and they were close. And I, I, I'm not like disputing what you're saying. Like you're right because they were in, they were in this like 30 to 25 range for like the whole first half. So they had two red zone drives through. I'd like you to, yeah. to guess at how many yards they gained to reach the red zone on those drives. Uh, well, they were they were they were the turnovers. Yeah, the turnovers. They were so. they were the turnovers. They had a combined they had Five two yards. red zone drives that went for each went for four four plays for negative four and negative oh six yards and field Yikes. goals. Like the the. Yeah, the, Jesus. The, the red zone didn't exist for them. They just kicked weird field goals. They had the, <laughs> the long play, the long uh, touchdown pass to the running back, and Dude. or the tight end. I'm trying to. What do you think? I, the, I, I got to imagine that you got to go way back in time to find a game where there so, a team had two red zone drives that were negative yards that scored points. Um, that's because yeah, that's the, the entire drives. Yeah, they're yeah. negative four, negative six. Because four play turnovers. negative four, four play negative six. That's bad. That is that is an embarrassment. Um, I guess uh, I don't understand really what's going on with Bijan Robinson and his usage. Um, he was the more effective of the two running backs for Atlanta today, but for some reason was not utilized in the red zone for reasons unknown. Uh, Johnny Smith uh, was the uh, preferred target over Kyle Pitts. Go figure that. Uh, he did have a nice 60 yard touchdown. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I guess play of the day, I thought outside of the Dobbs stuff was uh, the catch by Jordan Addison on the sidelines. That was good. amazing. Amazing! That guy got the hell up there and got his feet down somehow, and I was like, "This is probably coming back." Like that was so hard. Like, how did so, he get that? And he did it. He got it. A weird again, a weird game. The yardage was actually kind of similar, but yeah. I mean, there was four turnovers. There was mm. eight red zone. Vikings were only three for six. Yep. The red zone gave up a safety. Yep. <clears throat> you know, it, it's a lot of weird stuff. Andy, I mean, was we'll this a playoff we'll game? Never was this a play-in game? Because like the Minnesota Vikings has a probably winning, getting the seven seed now. Minnesota has a winning record now. They're probably getting the seven seed now. They're getting Darius. The Darius injury was a surprise to me, but they're getting Darius back. Just, Justin Jefferson's coming back. Jordan Addison. Tampa, at, Jordan Addison is a top twenty receiver right now. Tampa uh, Bay lost. Atlanta pulse. lost. The Rams lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Washington did get a win. 
Yeah. So it, it is really opening up for Josh Dobbs starting a playoff. Yeah. This was uh, we'll see game. what Jefferson's status is. He's eligible to return, but there's not returning yet. Um, Minnesota did have some penalty or excuse me, injuries that looked kind of bad. The uh um I guess Cam Akers. Maybe I don't give a shit about Cam. It's not that's not moving the needle. He did probably blow his Achilles, I think was the update. Um Osborne, KJ Osborne went out with a concussion. Is that number two for him? Yeah, he, I think it was the, I, th- I think it was the other leg. Um, oh but, shit! What kind of luck is that? My God! Maybe somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm not oh, sure yeah, if it was yeah, the same yeah. leg, but the, losing Osborne would be an issue if you're not getting Jefferson back in the next few games. But yeah. Minnesota has very winnable games, or they could win yeah. if they win three more games. They have a very good shot at the playoff, which Who's, is weird. And who do Atlanta, they go for? yeah, Atlanta is still. It still has an NFC South schedule. They have a bunch of coin flips. Yeah. I got nothing else to say except this: the, that Dobbs performance was the most impressive thing I've seen all season. It was season. fun. It was fun yeah. that he had a good game. It was game. the most impressive thing I've seen all season. All right. Um, God damn. He had seven for 66 in a touchdown. Jeez, man. What a fucking badass. Unbelievable. Uh, let's move down to Seattle-Baltimore, which was a thrashing. Any takeaways here, or is this just Baltimore was at home and their defense was just in skull fuck That's mode? Mass masterclass by the Baltimore defense from a game plan standpoint. Like yeah. any any moments I watched of this game where Seattle had the ball, uh, Gino looked befuddled. Um, mm-hmm. Looked like he didn't he didn't know what to I don't know how to make the pre snap reads. What right. was going to happen and kind of made made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And Baltimore followed through on offense. They ran the ball really well against a team that had been decent against the run. Yep. And Lamar threw the ball well enough and it was just a, a yeah, it was kind of a thrashing. Yeah. I uh <laughs> Sam looks Mike McDee is a damn wizard. He is a damn wizard, but I will also say as we talked about on the pod there is a very straightforward way that you game plan for Geno Smith. And the book is kind of, if you're a good DC and you have players that could do it, if you're a team that likes to run man anyway, you can yeah. really bring out the worst in them. And they did it in, you know, they did it and made it look kind of easy. Uh, Seattle yards per play today was 3.2, which isn't an embarrassment, but. But uh, I mean, th- there's quarterbacks yeah. like this all the time where it's like, hey, he doesn't do well against interior pressure. He doesn't do well against the blitz. He doesn't do well against man coverage. And you see teams just like, oh, we're still not going to do that. It's crazy yeah. that we have to like laud someone for doing it, yeah. but going to a, you know going yeah. to heavier man coverage and befuddling mm-hmm. him—that's that's how you win a game yeah. by. What did that thirty-seven to three? Not I forgot. I stopped and watching. Usually it. in a game like it that, took the starters like, out like early yeah. in the fourth. Typically in a game like that, the turnover battle is like five zero. This was two two. Yeah. <laughs> like this wasn't even turnovers. And also, like I had a pretty decent rating on Seattle's Rundy. They got, they got cooked. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, cooked. I, absolutely, everyone did, Drew. Like they yeah. had a good run. D. The the big caveat was, have they played anybody, you know, a, a decent offense at the right time yet? And not really. Nope. And yeah, they got they got cooked by everybody. They got cooked by a young guy that a lot of people. I, I didn't even. Of. I had never heard of that guy's name. I've never heard of his his name spoken out loud. The college the college uh, football guys loved him. Oh, I did they? A couple, I, I've seen a couple Keaton, of college Keaton, okay. Keaton Mitchell? Keaton college Mitchell. Football couple, couple, couple guys who bet college name, made some name, uh, comments. What was, like, his, oh. what, was his, what was his school mascot, Andy? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> he was an ECU pirate. He was a pirate. Um, he was oh, a pirate East Carolina legend. legend, says Gil. East Carolina legend. Pirate legend. Pirate legend. All right. What's next? I don't know if we got a bunch I, of fun. I, I don't games don't games know if Roquan DPOI is live because the guys at the top are so yeah, entrenched. Are but so but it, there will be a moment where people are asking themselves, "Damn, like the best defense is so clearly Baltimore. Like, do we need to have consider a guy on Baltimore?" And if if Pittsburgh and Cleveland fall out Not of the playoffs next, and if Micah Parsons doesn't get more counting stats, then that that's the only way in. But at 100 to one, I like it as a bet. Um, I don't understand the Dobbs comeback player of the year bet, but I will. Let's talk about this on Wednesday because we're gonna have, we got some teams on by. Um, but I, the, the tonight's pomp and circumstance around Demar Hamlin probably the last time anyone says his name all year. So if there's gonna be a time if you want to sell on him in that market, it's probably now. I just don't know who yeah. you buy because everybody else's case is so shit. Um yeah, like what is Dobbs coming back from? Yeah, it's a uh, Gino getting, thing, like just not getting, getting a chance by the Cardinals this year. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. I love I love <laughs> that the Cardinals got something for him after like you know, just I don't I don't, I guess I don't know what the plan was. What a segue, Andy. The, uh, what was the plan? What was the plan? Because the next game is Arizona, Cleveland. Somebody somebody made this joke last week, and I don't know who said it, but they said, I don't understand what this means. That if they're if they're not actually going to start Kyler Murray, like this is a tank, then like this is just they're just punting on this game a hundred percent. I said, and then you watch this game and they put up 58 total yards. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this game. No. Uh, at least on the Cardinals size, they absolutely no. punted this game. They might bring Collar back next week. Um, kind of see where they're at. Get ready to go into next season with the plan. Um, now the coaching staff can evaluate where they're at with Kyler if they do yeah. end up going with him. Uh, the big takeaway was we did mm-hmm. see a long ball from Watson, and it didn't look bad. He didn't look a hundred percent. But we're kind of in that tweener stage where it's where we were with Burrow like a month ago. Like, all right, he's not back, but he doesn't look as shitty as he did the last time. And as shitty as, you know, what we saw from Watson, that what game was that where he played a couple couple drives and then got knocked out? Remember that? I mean, just yeah, there's just a couple of really bad balls over the middle that were clearly yeah. short. Like, yeah, and beat gamer 99 here says he's going to be in a blender next week against Baltimore. Not a great matchup next week for him <laughs> to to build on this, but he looks like his shoulders starting to feel a little better. So I gotta watch. To watch. Every, I gotta. I gotta. Re- I didn't. I watched virtually none of that. Watch. Go yeah. find. I mean, at least go find the long ball, the, the early long ball. Okay, I'll, I'll I will I'll give it a sincere look because I was I, like my personal opinion was I really 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 was hopeful that Watson was going to play this game so we would get some tape on him before that candy cap next week because um, without it I just don't even know what to say or do um, I just want to I just want to kind of close this point on like, Arizona like <clears throat> I felt like something a tanking team would do and I was told pretty sincerely that this is not a tanking team andy they're doing everything right for that a tanking team would do it, it's <laughs> like the uh you know how we joke about dan campbell being aggressive because he's too he's just dumb 
Like he's yeah. not being aggressive analytically. He's being aggressive from his guttural feelings. Like, Hey, I yeah. think I should go for this. And, yeah. and most, you know, coaches shade to being too conservative. So by yes. the fact that he's just accidentally going for it too many times, he's actually yeah. making like plus EV decisions. It's the same thing by them. Like yeah. when they're down big and they go for all these fourth downs yeah. and they don't have the team to do it. And they're just constantly turning the ball over on downs in the second half of games and not scoring. It's like, oh, this is good for a tank. Ooh. Ah, the says both tackles left the game for Cleveland this week. Follow yeah, that injury because that matters. Um, okay, no, my the final point on this. That was, you I was going to say that's, that's the only <laughs> the only other note I have on that one is okay. like, Jed, I mean, Jedrick Willis ain't coming back. I mean, he he was he's done like air okay. air cast carted okay. out kind of stuff. Like okay. he, he's done done. We have to see about the other one. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know what a tanking team would do. They would have Clayton Toon make his first career start against the Browns defense. Clayton Toon had a bad day. <laughs> you know how no, bad it was, Andy? You know how bad it was? It was like 50 yards of offense, man. Going back to the beginning of tracking data for NFL, the Arizona offense put up a bottom 20 yards per play performance today with 1.2 yards per per play there most of the other teams on this list the 79 seahawks the 67 broncos the 81 bears the 67 packers there's there are very very few modern instances of a team only being able to generate 1.2 yards per play in a game but congratulations to gannon and tune and tune time for getting 1.2 yards per play today well done then um all right the defense didn't look too bad to st- the defense didn't look too bad to start the game but you know what doesn't matter how good they are you can't carry a tune <laughs> that, was my, that, was my, that was my pun for the day um, yeah i mean it's just they they got so little out of the offense i mean what what did they did i mean obviously at the end of the game we know they had to score one point to win it but i mean cleveland didn't need to do much there no, they did not. Um, all right, let's move down to a game that I have many thoughts on. Rams-Packers. <clears throat> Ended up on Packers here uh, after we got final report, and it was clearly not going to be Stafford. And it was, you, know, you yeah. kind of look at, oh, well, Packers are at full strength, and the Rams are on QB2 with Dresser win backing him up and Henderson in the backfield. Like, I was like, I, I was mean, a little Packers I had, can't win I had this like game a 5%, then. Five percent fire them into the sun. That it was yeah. going to be Stafford. Yeah, I did too. I was that, I was a little that call like your number guy. Yeah, I got scared off it. But I mean, yep. after this morning, it's like shit. This is I, I played it. I played it. I put it in the contests. I was very very pro Packers today. I watched a lot of that game this morning because the only other game I really cared about was was uh, Ravens, and that was a blowaway. But so. It was a runaway, whatever. Um, the Packers were a fucking joke in winning this game 20 to 3. I cannot tell you how unserious so much of what they were doing was in this contest. It was just but like just brain dead procedural garbage, uh it, absurd fumbles missed field goals, like everything that they could do to keep the Rams in this game until the end of the fourth quarter, they did. And then they finally, finally, thankfully pulled away and won comfortably. The scoreboard does not indicate what this should. This should have been 40 to 3, not 20 to 3. Like they had no business even 
having the Rams in this for a cover as late as they were. Uh, and I, I, I got to tell you, man, I saw some of the most absurd shit with two fourth downs that LaFleur elected to go for that were converted that got called back because of offensive offsides. You do, I, I, Can you remember the last game you saw offensive offsides called? No, it, happens, I, like, I it must just, happen like, like one, like one or two percent of games. And the Packers did it twice. Somehow, the Packers did it twice on fourth down conversions that got called back. And you're just like, what are you doing? Jordan Love remains borderline unplayable. Like he is really. So, and really, I was going to really say, really Drew, put, put yourself in the coaching chair and okay. say you're playing. You're playing a team. They have some good receivers, yes, but. It's a team that you kind of have the book on what they're going to try to do offensively. The running back, you know, the running game is just not there right now. They're missing some pieces up front, and they're going to play a bad backup quarterback. Like you, but your offense hasn't been good for the whole year. What is your game plan to like? It's it's keep it simple for, and they did that at times. Like if you go look at this, and really you should watch this game. If you go look at Jordan Love and say, "Hey, twenty of twenty six through twenty eight, not bad." Go watch the game. Doesn't tell the whole story, obviously, but like, yeah, the the penalties, yeah. the turnovers, and then yeah, like some of the some of the calls during the game that they made, like that the decision making by Lafleur, it was it was like you kind of dancing with the devil here. Do you want to win this game or not? It was crazy. Like it's gonna I, be on a rewatch. It's a rewatch for me tomorrow. I, I think the fact that it was a comfortable win and cover, and that the car and that the Packers got bet, but then this week. They're three point dogs and they're getting bet against. The market is re- already trying to push that to three and a half. I think that tells the whole story. Like people are like way out on the Packers. And I think it's probably right. That's what was scary about like even considering them. It's like, man, I can't bet on Brett Rippon. Man, it's it's so hard to push push bet on the Green Bay Packers right now with that offense. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, all the Packers, we're, we're one, we're one, Rashawn Gary rush away from dresser win, <laughs> taking the field. Well, and, and there's another points. one too, like, where you know, yeah. if you look at the NFL standings right now, they're still, they're still chip churn a chance. We still have half the season left per year. These these teams, some teams have played nine, but if you're the Rams, like are you, what's the incentive to like rush Stafford back? Don't you're know. sitting in the 12 seed. You're now behind the Packers because you've lost to them. You you have tough games coming up within your own division. Mm-hmm. Basically ahead of the Bears, Panthers, what yeah, Bears, Panthers, Giants, and Cardinals. That's the only teams yeah. behind you. Like I, I know Stafford might have been close, but it wouldn't surprise me if they yeah. you know didn't rush him back. Doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, your uh, your super young core of wide receivers and tight ends, none of them stood out today. Uh Musgrave was good. Musgrave was good. Musgrave was good, but but most of his moments. stuff was just short stuff, like short. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. What that's, but that was like the only thing I was impressed with by Lafleur yeah. is like, hey, just spoon feed this terrible quarterback. Yeah. That obviously might not be the long term answer. Yeah. And do it, do yeah. it with you, you know, a good tight end. I don't. Do I don't back. understand. I don't understand what the plan is with Christian Watson. I don't understand what the plan is with Romeo Dubs. Uh, Devon. Dante Dontavion Wicks was a, a huge featured Wicks. part of their their game plan today. No, no, no real usage of Jaden Reed. He had a a gross penalty. Um, Wicks had one of the most absurd fumbles you'll ever see. 
Uh, I don't want to see that play again. Um, this should have been an absolute runaway. Brett Rippon was actually kind of better than his stat line suggests, probably. Uh, Cooper Cup cooked Jair, Jair Alexander in the first half of this game, like just beat the ever-living shit out of him on one play. And then that was about the highlight of the day for the Rams offense. Rams rushing offense was super useless. Their offensive line was pretty poor. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why you would rush Stafford I back. Do. I don't know why you would try to win. I think you need to full-on rebuild right now. Yeah, it's you, you got your Super Bowl. You got to pay the piper now. Yeah, it's time I agree. to kind of start rebuilding on that. Um, I yep. little they did have to start some. You know, they did have to start some really low round rookies in that secondary for Green Bay. Like that, that's tough. That's tough on Jair, but he does get burnt a little bit. He's kind of a he's turning into that guy where he's a little more boom or bust. Yep. Um, the only other thing was the Watson. Watson got injured late in the game too. Yes, I didn't did. get an up. I, I didn't get an update on that, but he had a doesn't matter chest and back. He's doesn't matter. Still He's still kind of important, but it, if if that's the offense that you're going to see, who who's actually important? It's just inexperienced, sloppy team. I, I don't have any thought. Matt, Matt Lafleur looked like he wanted to quit. <laughs> he looked like he was ready to call it. Um, the uh, next game up on the docket is Tampa Houston. Uh, really, really fun game. CJ Stroud won uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, if you it's bet, over. if you bet Houston at three or two and a half. Uh, I feel oh, enormous, so enormous amount of sympathy for you because you deserved a clean win, if not a backdoor win, and you did not get it. And I don't know how Tampa Bay was in this game at all. I don't understand it. Uh, it flashbacks to the Minnesota miracle um, because that extra point that they did not kick was uh, pertinent to the closing number. That's a great point. Um, it uh, doesn't happen very often. Brutal that they, you know, they, they get yeah. the kicker injury and they opted to just kneel. I thought they might just, even the announcers like, well, why not just give it to your running back? Like, I guess, yeah. you know, you could end up in a tie game in a nightmare. Um, you know, what's miracle at the Meadowlands kind of scenario kind of thing. Sure. But I mean, just give it to your fullback and let them tote it. Maybe yeah, you get the I, two points. I, 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 yeah, I feel for you guys. Houston was great. Uh, there's quotes after the game saying that Stroud talked the coaching staff into running less. Oh, Basically, good. Like, well, that's I'm, good. I'm I'm ready for this. We have a bunch of good young receivers. Uh, yeah. Tank. It was. I mean, it was. It was big. So like, this is this, this, is, is, this the... is like one of those like oh shit we've we've got something we're not ready to be good yet but like yeah. We got the biggest puzzle piece. Now we just have to sort the rest out. We think we might have a good coaching staff. Like if you're in Houston, you know, obviously you're you're still rooting for your team to win every game, and it'd be fun if you could get into the playoffs and you know maybe even sneak your way into it. Get what would? It, it's still tough. The Jags are six and two. You know, you're still two games back plus tiebreakers. But man, it, it's it's a fun time to be a Houston Texans fan, I think, because once you have oh, that big no big doubt. piece, like Will Anderson has a lot to you know, a lot of growing into mm-hmm. that role. You have all those good young receivers. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah, somebody. This is the joke. Like, can I bet them to win the AFC South next year somewhere? Yeah, that's fun. That's it. Uh, it is noteworthy that a running back kicked a field goal in this one. That's cool. Um, 
I here's here's where I'm stuck and why I need When's to the last time you one? think you saw somebody do that. I remember Flutie doing the drop. Flutie kick did the dropkick extra point. Yeah, in the last game of the season. Yeah, that That's definitely been a happened. long time. Um, a little razzle dazzle like from the Bills for nothing. Uh, so here's where I'm stuck, Andy. Um, how in the world did the Texans outgain the Buccaneers by 165 yards? They beat them in yards per play 8 to 5.3. They tied in turnovers. There was a lot of penalties in this game, but relatively even. How was this close? Why did they need a miracle at the end? What in the world, like weird bounces of the ball, got us to where this was even a, a question as to who was going to win? Yeah, I haven't sorted that out yet. I didn't watch a lot of this one. I just kind of caught okay. the ending there. Okay. But it was... Okay. Well, 500 yards and five touchdowns for C.J. Stroud. Congratulations on offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, um, like it's over. You've got that. I don't know. Baker yeah. was okay. They they ran the ball decent. I'm, I'm just kind of looking at the drive by drive stuff because this is this is number one on my rewatch because I didn't I didn't expect this game to turn out this way. All right, so yeah. turnovers. I guess yeah, you had a bad turnover to start the game. You ended up down three nil. Yeah. Um. Went bang bang punt punt. Just looking at how we got. Let's, uh, let's we'll come we'll come in tomorrow when we because we we got to figure out how to rate Houston and I I honestly like I don't understand how you have such an ass kicking on paper but it wasn't like clear win. Yeah, um, I mean so. it's a, lo- a long long pass to Mike Evans. No weird, a shitload of penalty yards. I don't know. Maybe that was the that was the thing. The Houston maybe the offense the the penalty yards might have just been helping the Bucks. I don't know. Um the Commanders, Patriots. <clears throat> Patriots were favored for reasons unknown. They got bet against aggressively all week. That was correct. Uh, if you had an over in this game, you probably are a I'm little... not 100% sure they were the right side. No. Oh, what, the Commanders? Or the yeah. Over? No, the Commanders, Like they they tried a few times to fuck this game up. <laughs> How old? This was one I, too, I stayed away from because I yeah. said, like, Oh man, I what was this total? They won time like, 40, 40 and a half. This this absolutely should have gone over. Like if you had an over this in this one, game, yeah, you I lost. Looked at, like, I looked at this over strongly. I think the first half over did hit there. It would have been, you know, 19 or 20. That was, you know, we got to 24, but yeah, that would have been a brutal. If you did have that over, that sucks. This was one too where it was like Washington probably should have won by more, but Howell did did a couple things. This is on my rewatch list. Yeah, uh, Washington won the time of possession here a million to zero. Oh, uh, 37 to 22. Yeah, that yeah. was what I had written down. <clears throat> Two turnovers like, I wanted to for figure Washington. out how exactly oh. we did that. I think the worst penalty of the day was in this game. It was the roughing the pass through the top. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was a, a little literally absurd. Uh, like truly absurd. Um let's keep going down the board because I didn't bet that one. Just, Chicago New Orleans, I bet fumble. This was, yeah, the uh, I, I don't think the second half over is going to get there, Andy. We might be off the schneid. <laughs> this will be we big. Um, we might be off the schneid. Uh, I won't. I, I'm going to hold my breath. Um, the uh, the b- worst beat of the day for me was not the Cowboys in terms of how did this happen. It was the Saints. I laid seven and a half. They won by seven. And the, it was a missed field goal. They dominated the game. They won the turnover battle 5-0. They had field goal chance 
inside of four minutes to make it a 10 point game. They had the ball inside of the 20, uh, inside of two minutes. And if they don't convert the first down, they kick the field goal, but they didn't. Uh, like it, it was just a comedy of uh, making sure they won by seven and no more than seven. And it really did uh, yeah. kind of kick me I squarely. Had the, I had balls. him in a teaser. And uh, that was a good I teaser. Feeling good. I wasn't feeling good about it ever. Well, the first kept... half of the game, the Saints defense went out on Bourbon Street last night, Andy. You know how I know? Yeah. Because they did not fucking show up for the first part of this game. They went and celebrated daylight saving. You get an extra hour of the bars open on Bourbon Street. It only happens once a year. And the Saints defense made sure they took advantage of that last night, I would say. Because they slept through the first half. To have a five turnover advantage and not look better than this at home against uh, a rookie, a low-drafted rookie quarterback. This isn't some heralded, oh, Burrow's here and Herbert's here. I mean, this is T-Bag, guys. Like, to get those turnovers <laughs> and not capitalize, that, that was the – because if you look at this box score, like, we both said this. We said, hey, Saints dominated. Saints didn't even win the yardage battle. They didn't win the yards for play battle. They didn't win uh, – I mean, it was both 50% on third down. The turnovers, though, the turnovers – Five to nothing. The the penalties, eight penalties for 71 yards for the Bears, <sighs> one for five for the Saints. Like the, the fact that the Saints just couldn't take advantage of any of that it was just maddening. Yeah. The, the, they should have been up by a lot more. Yeah. They couldn't get, I don't know, they just couldn't get things going. The sequencing just wasn't working at times. Things weren't, it was just like they were missing this one little ingredient to keep these drives and maybe make some field goals. Yeah, ugly, ugly that they didn't cover the late number. Yeah, I mean, the mo here's the thing: ninety percent of the success the Bears had was Division the first price, half. Ninety percent of the success the Bears had was the first half of this game. Like the Saints' defense made Tyson Bad Badgent look like peak Mike Vick. Like it was ridiculous the degree to which uh, they were getting anything they wanted in the first half here, and it still was tied 14-14 at halftime. Uh, there was a missed. There was a very loud doinked field goal which was funny um but uh no ultimately i thought that the saints with the turnover differential that they had uh and the penalty that they had they should have won this one by three scores and the fact that it was seven kind of hurts um not saying it was a right or wrong bet like i mean the market moved it to nine i bet seven and a half so i you know i think i was on the right side there but whatever um no big deal you lose some. I was happy. Uh, I, happy I found an eight and a half to tease. Like, oh yeah. Speaking of you lose some, I was kind of incensed that Indianapolis <clears throat> was favored on the road uh, last week, but then uh, having had a very, very, very challenging uh, time with the uh, Carolina Panthers getting a win against the Texans last week, I backed off. Uh, boy, oh boy, fourteen point margin here. Threw in a teaser. Who the Panthers? <laughs> God well, I mean, they were just sitting. They were sitting on a good number, and that mm. was that was a tough hang. Fourteen point margin of victory here for the Indianapolis Colts. You know what? <clears throat> here, here you go. You know what is a perfect complement to what we were just talking about? The Indianapolis Colts won their turnover battle, con, con, you know, con, you know, convincingly, and that was enough for them to get a multiple score win. Unlike the Saints, uh, the Panthers. Well, Oh, game? The Saints just needed to take the turnovers 
directly to the end directly zone. to the end zone exactly same guy two exactly pick two, two pick sixes in the same game for kenny moore well done um but the panthers outgained the colts here 275 to 198 um bryce young was on a borderline unplayable i don't know what to say i don't know what to say he looked he looked so fucking shook and we i felt i thought we'd work through that i thought he was looking a little better he's starting to look a little confident but just pressure shook yeah. Uh, first read wasn't there. Shook. Um, can't can't figure out what the defense is doing. Shook. Like just everything about him looked yeah. very very unsure, un in uh, non uh, complete lack of confidence. And I mean, yeah. this is a home game. It's not a great. It, it's yeah. there's some good pass rushing pieces here. It's not a bad defense, but this isn't you know this isn't the '85 Bears. Bryce, you got to be a little better. Yeah, ugly ugly performance by them. That said, the teaser was looking like it was the teaser leg, at least, was looking like it was uh, maybe going to come through anyway. And then he threw another pick six, and they weren't doing enough on offense. So we'll find out. I I, I don't have any answers. I know that that I have. Um, what's the right word? I have a vote of no confidence in the Panthers coaching staff right now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, to the, say. the the change in OC didn't do anything. No, did nothing. That was a that was a nothing did burner. Nothing. I got super yeah. excited. We, we cashed on him last week, but no, nothing, nothing. Um, the skill, it's not like. And here, here's the other, here's the other fucked up thing about the Panthers. It it's all so bad on offense that I don't know if it's the players or the plays. You know what I mean? That's fair. <laughs> like, like it's like there's so much bad that you can't. Like really you have a nature nurture question there. Exactly. Is this the players yeah. or the plays? Because it's it's all bad. Um, I don't have anything else to say about that. I've heard Panthers, you can't hate the player. No, no. Hate the OC. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what'll help fix things, Andy, for the Panthers. So, a short week in prime time. How about that? You want to see the Panthers on Thursday Night Football? Amazon oh paid God. six billion dollars for it. Let's fucking go. Let's put these Panthers on like a, right in prime time on a short week. Let's do it. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. <laughs> not only not only that, but you got to go to go to cold Chicago. Mm. Play a, a defense is getting a little healthy. Bears yeah. defense is not great, but they have some pieces. Yes, and there's some there's some bad situational spots. Um, Indy Indy back to back road games with the second one being in Frankfurt. Yeah, that doesn't uh, that's not great. Almost as bad news, Andy. I think the Fox game of the week next week in the afternoon slot is going to be the Giants against the Cowboys. I think that's going to be the national game on in, in the 4 p.m. Yeah, I'll, be I'll be watching Chargers. I'll be watching Chargers versus the uh, Lions, which Washington, is a good one. Seattle would be watchable. Washington, watchable. Giants, Cowboys will not. Uh, Tommy DeVito time, buddy. Um, I guess here's what I want to say. Great job, Antonio Pierce, getting your guys up for a football game. Are you easiest? Don't, don't you dare! Don't you dare <laughs> dog on them for celebrating. Did you see what they were doing? <clears throat> they they got a well. They I don't beat think Tommy they, DeVito. True, true, true. You're you're dead wrong here. This is this is <laughs> okay. asinine. They're not celebrating 
beating Tommy DeVito. They're celebrating getting rid of. They're still. Okay. This is like day okay. six of celebrating okay. getting rid of. Of I was okay. called Gruden. McDaniel's. Yeah. It sounds like yeah, yeah. more and more stories come out <laughs> that it's like they they just there was such a divide and everybody hated him. Nobody. I, I think it's still just carryover from that. Okay. Because yeah, you should not pat yourself okay. on the back. Yeah. yeah, they, they should have gone to Barkley Wildcat. Yeah. Somebody he, brought cigars to the game, to the stadium, to pass out after they beat the Giants today. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they thought they were going to be beating, before, to his credit, they, they thought, thought they were going to be beating Daniel Jones, Jones, Daniel Jones who is Daniel Jones, sadly out for... Is it sad? I kind of find not seeing him anymore. Well, I mean, it's sad if you're him or if you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. He got paid, member, though, I so... You know, I guess family yeah, but you don't also, we're, we're starting to get to the point of the year, too, where if you do tear an ACL... Yeah, you're done. It's not like, oh, you're not ready for camp. You're not ready for week one. So interesting to see they cannot start Tommy DeVito next week. No, they can't. Um, He's not NFL ready. I guess you probably elevate Matt Barkley. I don't know. What was the the plan? Why why is he the backup? What are they doing? I don't know. Because, well, because Tarad is still like very much beat up. And they I just didn't they didn't do. want to waste a spot on Barkley, I guess. I want to retroactively rip the coach of the year out of oh, out God. of Dable's hands don't, so bad. Don't start me there. <laughs> like this is this All is right. just this is such a garbage follow-up to last year. It is awful. Not, not I mean, not a ton of say. We we should say I did bet the Barkley prop, which got a little hot and hairy when the game got out of hand. So still refusing to do anything to address like the fact that they can't stop the run. Oh, we got just, Barkley Barkley. Oh yeah. yeah. It was it was just good that it was, you know, it was good that they got a lead. AOC didn't look bad at times. He was finding guys. It's too bad that the Dallas New York is not a primetime game. We could set up a profit exchange who has more total yards, Barkley or Barkley. Barkley. Maybe we can. Maybe they'll just oh. let us. I'll okay. talk to him. Barkley versus um, Barkley would be a fun. Barkley versus Barkley would be fun. Um <clears throat> All right, man. Oh, by the toes. Yeah, that was close. Uh, I think I'm fine with more time. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, run um, a few plays here. Yeah, let's get a couple. Yeah, in fact, yeah, let's get uh, let's get a couple looks. Maybe you can, you know, bully the bully the bully the line a little bit. Let's get some mixing some touches. Get uh, his any other going. any other games besides Dallas? Or are we finally up to it? We're up to Dallas. Let's do it. I guess AOC. Yeah, as we, as we AOC, touched on AOC, the beginning, too. AOC played well against a, a, a like a defense that had been playing better lately. I guess. The second the the pass rush had been doing okay, and he okay, looked fine. he looked composed at times. AOC looked better than Bryce Young today. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <clears throat> Actually, um, of the rookie quarterbacks that, that started this week, I think I would have probably taken even Jaron Hall over. Over young. Jaren, Jaren Hall's three drives. Like he didn't have three. He had the one, right? No, he had the one. Yeah, it was early. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't yikes. invested in that game, so I didn't I think care. There were four oh, rookie I, I quarterbacks that started this week that were better than Bryce Young, Andy. So I didn't watch it. I don't watch games that have unders until he. And then it got interesting. Like now, I got to watch this game. Uh, wait, is Tyson Badgen a rookie? Yes. Oh, there were five. There were five quarterbacks that are rookies that were better than Bryce Young today. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. Um, all right, man. All right, Cowboys game. Eagles. Oh. Eagles look tough right off the bat. They did that thing early in the second half where they. They did that thing early in the second half too, where they 
they looked like they were just going to be able to just, you know, fucking murder the clock, just murder it. Yeah. And you're not going to get a chance. Yeah. Um, but I want a big, big shout out to Quinn. The Dallas defense stood up. They got stops to get the ball back when they needed to. And then we had sacks, which again, I, it's not, it's not just one person. Like it's not just Dak taking those sacks. It's a good pass rush. It's a good second, or it's a good, uh, you know, a good defensive game plan they put together there. And it's tough when when they know you have to throw. That's you don't want to be playing the Eagles, man. So, kudos to God, was it BG got a couple sacks in a row, and yeah, basically everybody else. On one drive. Every, everybody else was putting pressure up front, but man, McCarthy just make a couple better decisions throughout this game, and he probably win it. Um, I, I hate to dog on Dak for the two point conversion because that was just that was that was tough yeah. to get around that corner. But so it was a game that was hinged on a couple really close plays. The two point yeah. conversion, they would have kicked the field goal late, then this game would have probably gone to overtime. We'd have yeah. seen where we're at. Um, the other part too, the the schoonmate was a schoonmaker, yeah, uh, on the goal line. That that catch non catch stuff too. There was a lot of yeah. really if he, really if tight he bobbles it and then. Corrals it, it's touchdown. Yep. But he caught it cleanly Since with the knee. He caught it clean. He was yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, real, real game of inches shit in that one. Yeah. The deck the deck stepping out of bounds on the two point conversion was I guess here's here's my top five least favorite things that happened in this game. Yeah. In throwing older. throwing to Tolbert. It, no, you ready? Yeah, yeah. The fourth down. Well, no. Okay, fifth, fifth least favorite thing. Fourth and eight, throwing at Tolbert. We're just we're David okay. Letterman now. Top number ten four, things I hated about the Eagles game. Number four, uh, uh, Dak taking a sack on first and goal with twenty something seconds in the game. Okay. Um, yeah. Number three Gotta is gonna. Number three is gonna be. Um, the Dak stepping out of bounds, I think, on the two-point conversion. Or should that be number one? That should probably be number one because he did not need to take that angle. Like, he had it. He was there. Like, he didn't need to to make that plant to to, to dive for the end zone. He had it. Um, so I'll, I'll save that for number one. Number, number three, then, was the rather than clock it and get two shots at the end zone, running yes. the... Running the garbage play where you literally were just like, well, a throwaway is as good as a clocking, but then that took time off the clock. That took time for everybody to get it back. Then you took a delay of game, right? Like that whole kind of discombobulated. The, the delay of game or, is like number two for me. That was such a... Well, but the, that, the, 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 it's all the, part the, of the same decision-making. That, that of, we're going we're gonna to run this, we're gonna run this yeah. scramble. We're going to run this scramble. Um, the, the fucking quarterback draw? Yeah, and the number two is the fact that uh, Schoonmaker had his knee down on the one, and then number one was Dak's Dak stepping out of bounds at the two yard line. Or at the the, you know, the, right the at run the before game. the pass, though the, the the scramble where I thought he was going to score on third yeah. goal, yeah, that one hurt too. Yeah, I'm not even including any of the fumbles that the like yes. oh, oh, DeAndre Swift DeAndre Swift draw that didn't happen. Yes, the, the oh oh here's no one. Um, the offensive lineman uh, who and this didn't end up mattering, but who checked in as eligible. Dak confirmed with the umpire that he was eligible, and then they still called an illegal formation on them. Like 
like you can see it all happening and they're confirming it on the field. I, I don't understand why they didn't push back harder on that. Whatever. Uh, they got a touchdown in the next play. didn't matter. Um, but the um, I'm not even counting the uh, yeah, the DeAndre Swift, AJ Brown collision fumble. The fact that some rookie guard sat on the ball somehow and recovered it instead of Micah Parsons, who was right there. Parsons was so close. Andy, he was right there. He was so Uh, close. All, all things said, we still do need to give Philly credit. And yeah, of course, especially Jalen hurts who I'm like, he's out. Everybody's like, Oh, he's out of the game. This game sucks now. It's just like, Oh, he's fine. Oh, he's he's playing. He has, he has like no pain receptors. I guess let me eat a little bit of crow. I thought the game was going to hinge on Dallas's defense being impactful and slowing Philly's offense down. And that was not a thing. Like Philly got 28 points and it didn't even feel like they really had to sweat. They did have a bunch of the good plays. Like some of the stuff they ran, I thought were well outside of the tendencies that I've picked up on them this season. I thought some of the stuff that they did was pretty unique. Um, although it is worth noting that if Philly, you know, they've, you know, they needed to run out the clock and they couldn't like they're running. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Dan Quinn deserves yeah. credit for sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. But I, I like, I, I thought the defense was going to be, whereas they were going to be able to put more of a thumb on uh do we get a bad, bad, bad deal? No, well, I don't know. It depends how you look at like Josh Allen just ducking. Hubbard oh, yeah. Oh, that's man. a nice, a matriculating that's, drive. I, just, that takes I love that. I love that play. Fine with me. So. Um, yeah, that was good. Josh Allen's good. He's a good player. Um, right, uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 uh, yeah, I, Dak was, he, he was, he was, you said it, I think at the beginning of the pod or in the halftime show. I don't know, but. He was so, so Tony yeah, do, Romo do you, for that. Is that what you it want? Was. You want you want 370 yards, three touchdowns, and a loss because of some bad decisions late? Yeah, that's I'd, it. I'd rather, you know what I'd rather have? I'd rather have Josh Dobbs for 150 yards in well, the W. No, no, you wouldn't. No, no, no I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What, but what I'm saying, you, I'm, no. I want my quarterback to this, be good. At this the conversation came up with some smart folks I was talking to earlier. Uh, would you, if you were Dallas, would you swap two for deck one for one? Ooh, not as much as my offensive line is beat up. If I don't get Mike McDaniel, the answer is no. Because right? as as people have pointed out, like Terrence Steele is rough on the right side. Like we're dogging on Dak for taking sacks, but I mean that guy was getting beaten like a rented mule. It was it was rough. Yeah, and it's tough assignments, but you gotta you gotta do something there. No, I I can't. I I would take Dak in in this situation, like putting two on the Cowboys. No. <laughs> so why is two a fourth for MVP? That makes sense. All right, whatever. Uh, I mean, he he had uh, that equity built up early in the season. Yeah, dude, the MVP race game. is like this is the most uninspiring MVP race of, I can remember. This is yeah. wild. This is wildly bad. Um. All right. Well, anything you like on the openers? No. Let's uh let's look quick openers. Um. Bro being in the MVP race is kind of wild, but he is. Yeah. So, yeah, you said Carolina, Chicago, short week in the Windy City. Looking at, I mean, what do you got for a line there? I'm pulling up. I didn't have my book up. I just had look ads up. I'm still at the 340 and a half. Assuming that's going to be, look at that, Josh. Chicago's second Thursday night football game? Yeah. That's weird. Usually teams didn't get two TNFs, and Chicago's now has two in like four weeks. They played on October seventh ish. 
It was like a month, month ago. They played Washington. Hosting. Well, they, we thought this was going to be Fields emerging here. Fields might play this game. Sounds like he's getting closer. He was so. a latest scratch, I guess. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Kind of, you know, hold your horses on that. I'm not saying. I don't know what the difference, I guess, right now between the I mean, right now, and right now, the rating for teabag and a fields with an injured finger is probably the same. Yeah, I was gonna say, it depends how much how hindered he is by a thumb if he can't grab the ball completely. So, I did think I thought we could flex TNF games up too. Uh, I don't think we can do it yet. I think we got to get a little closer. Uh, no opinion, I'm pretty close on that price. Plus, I'm not interested with the quarterbacks available. New England hosting. Indianapolis in mm. Frankfurt, Germany. Like we said, <laughs> second road game in a row for Indy. Um, this number sitting at what? New England plus one. Sure, that's good. Forty-four. <laughs> okay, that's a total. I won't touch that total. I don't like indie games right now. Houston, Cincy, Cincy playing right now, so we're not going to have a line. But I'm guessing you're going to be somewhere between. Six and eight, yeah, something like that is a home favorite, despite Houston being a good team. Mm-hmm. Probably closer to the six because Houston Wait, you skipped, was good. Uh, you skipped a good one. Which one's that? Cleveland, Baltimore. I have them in different order. Oh, you do? I don't. I don't do rotation order anymore in this one. I have, I have a specific. <laughs> All right, Cle- Cleveland, Baltimore. We. What do you make that? I same market as last week. Opens five and a half. It looks like it's going to go to six. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm higher. I might just keep betting Baltimore. I think so too. I, I did mean, it this week. I'm, the tackles I might just, are I might just keep doing I mean, it. Tackles are right. out. The, you know what? The... It is a it is a right now bet. Yeah, I think so. I think five point five minus one hundred nine. We'll take. I mean, the market has the market has appetite for Baltimore three weeks in a row now. I don't want to give Cleveland a ton of credit, and it's just no. a nightmare matchup for Deshaun Watson. Like it's not come up and all right. Uh, back Why is to my challenging because McDermott does not know how to make in-game decisions. We know that about him. Um. All right. Back to your order. Houston, Cincinnati. German for shower fart is douche douchefoots. <laughs> douchefoots. Douchefoots. That's way funnier. That's amazing. Douchefoots. You name Literally, it's at the time of the day where if you are shout farting in your shower. You know that makes that makes sense. It's the early morning game. Um, the Houston Cincinnati, I I don't have a strong read at all, but uh, there's going to be appetite for Houston if it's seven and a half. I think, and if this score holds, I would expect seven and a half, right? I would I would probably just open it at a seven. Let the market decide which way they want to go with that. If it's seven, I'm not involved at all. But if seven and a half, I'm thinking long and hard about Houston. Yeah. Okay. Um. The San Francisco 49ers and the Jacksonville Jaguars are both coming off of buys in my most anticipated game of the week by far. I'm yeah. so excited for this one. Early early start for a West Coast team here. But yeah, you get both teams coming off a of buy. And what, what are we at? Three? If I were commissioner, three? I would have put this in Sunday Night Football instead of Jets Raiders. But that's just me. <laughs> uh, I freaking love big this market. game, man. Love this game. Super, super excited. No idea who wins. I won't bet this. You don't have a. You don't have an early lean. I make it three, man. San All right, Francisco, Sam will be there. Jackson. Boots on the ground by Sa- first Sam. On the ground. I thought Sam was a Washington guy. He's gonna be in uh, Jacksonville. Okay. 
in Duval. People are allowed, people are allowed to come to right. California, Drew. Yeah, of course. But like, you know, a trip to Jacksonville in the middle of November is a little. Oh yeah, this is in this is in Duval. Yeah. Um. The uh, total. At, I mean, the uh, the number at three is probably going to come down it's trending over that way at chris already it's right? three minus 17 at uh for the jags yeah so i guess if, if you, you want, want jags, jags i think you got to take them soonish try to find a cheap three now um yeah tennessee tampa <sighs> no clue tennessee extra rest off the thursday game but this is a second straight road game for them and Tampa kind of looks they looked okay on offense at times. I don't know what to make of that one. I think I would uh what is it a pickamish? Yeah. Sure. That's a good number. Yeah, I think so too. Man. What else um, does that leave us? Um we got so, uh, we got we have a New we Orleans just... we have a New Orleans Minnesota number up and surprisingly our our Saints are under a field goal against Josh Dobbs. Uh very, very, very uh intriguing. And uh, I mean you're asking me to bet Saints there. Um Pittsburgh is minus three and getting bet against the Green Bay Packers. Um I think that makes sense. Um, Arizona and Atlanta are playing apparently. Yeah, P- Pittsburgh with extra time too. They're off the Thursday game, so they get ten days to prep for the the genius that is Matt Lafleur. Yeah, the Detroit one is interesting. Detroit off the bye and the Chargers yet to play. I know that line isn't up in a lot of places, but is that a is that like a semi widowmaker? Yeah, it's not the same. It's, it's not though. No, it's not. It's not a widowmaker. No. It's not a Widowmaker spot. No. It's not, but but it is a big, goofy advantage spot. How many teams play a team off the bye after having to play a Monday game? Feels, uh, it happens. That actually, feels bad. It, it happened. It does happen. It happened last week, and the team on short rest dominated. I want to say it was. Oh, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas against Detroit. Vegas is off Detroit, football. Detroit, Vegas, right? Yeah. Vegas. Oh, this week. No, I, I'm I'm losing track. I'm not 100. Uh, either way, what's that leave us with? It does happen. It does happen kind of a lot. Um, Washington, Seattle. Oh man, they made that two point attempt. Really? That was a very close call. I did not think he got both feet in. I did not think he did either. I think they're gonna need to look at that. They are going to review it surely. Um, I don't love uh, Cincinnati letting uh, Buffalo back into this game at all. <laughs> what? Uh, don't need to uh, don't need that split this life. total at all or this side. Um, Octopus for digs. He got the touchdown and the two-pointer. Yeah, that's freaking great. Uh, uh, the Arizona-Atlanta is interesting because for some reason Circa's fine hanging Atlanta minus two and a half on the road, even though the entire universe expects Kyler Murray to go. If it's Calamari against Atlanta, I think you probably got to take the Cardinals. They're so <laughs> short on offensive playmakers around him, though. It's can he elevate a bunch of Jags, you know? Sure. Um, 
no line up at Detroit Chargers, although we're looking at trending at a one and a half. No line for uh, Washington uh, for uh, uh, Jets Vegas, but trending at one and a half for the Jets. Wow, Jets are going to be favored on the road against yeah. Vegas. Okay. Um, Washington Seattle is at Seattle minus six and a half. Jets off a short week though too because they'll play Monday Night Football. So this short is about week as and then- good as a bounce back as you could ever drop for the Seattle Seahawks. I was going to say, if that opens, man, are we going to yeah. get like a five and a half, six? Where is it yeah. right now? Six and a half. Oh, that's, I guess that's kind of where I'm under, at. Then. That's under a touch. Anything under a touchdown, I think is a bet. I think Seattle is a bet. They have any injuries today? I don't think so. Kind of close. The, their, their offensive line, their tackles are still beat up, man. Oh. Well, you get put through the shredder that is the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to give you. Some but, I mean, you know, you don't want to. You don't want beat up offensive line and have to face. You know, Montez Sweat and <laughs> Chase Young. Chase Young coming off, uh, coming coming into the game for the, uh, um, for the Niners is going to be interesting. That will be kind of fun. A huge play for the Bengals. Boy, just wide open. Uh, yeah, that's about all I have. Den- Buffalo, Denver, Buffalo somehow only has number. Buffalo with only one more timeout is pretty damn nice. <laughs> I, think, I love that. How does that happen? Oh, you know why? Because Sean McDermott is a dink who did a yeah, really challenge. dumb challenge. That's why. Kudos to the guys who bet Dallas minus 13 and a half before that got bet up to like 16. Do you think that matters? Do you think those three points are in play? No, but it just it's good to get a better number than not <laughs> i guess yeah I, I just some people in the discord like i'm betting this now because why isn't this 17 mm. yep okay okay i don't know who they'll start but it is a boy i wouldn't want to play dallas next week either way no it's a bad week to draw dallas <laughs> <laughs> um although you know you never know I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of that team. They're front running bullies, though, so they should just literally forty. Do you think they try to win forty to nothing again? Like they try to put two forty to nothing wins on their resume? Do you yeah. have Do you have any takes on the the total Washington I have, Seattle? I, I will be one hundred percent honest with you. Other than the random team totals we've been trying to shoot for and the second half totals, I'm out of the total market. They're not easy. I'm out. I haven't made it. I've made a total. Uh, look ahead on that weeks. was 44 and a half. That's close. I think Seattle can win that one ugly, but cover the six and a half. Like I th- I think you're t- I think you're looking at like a 24 or 13 kind of game. So it's probably under for me if I had to say so. It's Sam Howell against uh you know, because like think about think about what Seattle, how they solved their defensive problems against uh the Giants, where they just were like, All right, let's just blitz, 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 and really wreck this guy's day. You do that against Sam Howell, he's gonna have a couple of picks and six X. And you're gonna win. You're gonna hold them to under fifteen points. So Yeah. I think Seattle is the side there, and it's probably under. You're gonna have to. Thirty-one seventeen is also is fine too. You're I'm gonna have to keep Seattle. keep selling me on Seattle. I'm not quite there. I'm right at. I'm right there with the six and a half. I'm gonna need to track some injury stuff on both those. But yeah, I'm. It's as bet, simple as Baltimore again right now. Does does the uh, do the Commanders have the personnel to run man coverage against the wide receiving core for Seattle? The answer is no. Yeah, they don't have the secondary. I'm super happy with anyway. Yeah. They they are gonna get uh the the this is a get right for Seattle, I think. Good, good. 
All right. Yep. <clears throat> nice. I think that's all I got. Uh, well, let's uh, hope that this uh, second half under gets there. Uh, what are we and, uh, sitting on? We're sitting on 16. I bet 25 and a half. And there so have we been... have, there's been six, no, there's been 14 points. Yes. Yeah, we're fine. I was going to say, you had me scared. Like, did I miss a touchdown? So well, I, I mean, a, a jail a jailbreak here for Bengals and then the bill, Bills getting some garbage time points. It's is fun when you have an under and you have to start thinking about the worst case. Like, well, what if there's a, you know, what if there's a 99-yard run on this play, Dandy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I would go jailbreak here, though. What if there's a kickoff return after the yeah, I mean, what, Bengals what score if it's back-to-back-to-back kickoff <laughs> returns? I think you want to know how many points were scored at the end of that Bills Jaguars game in the last four yeah, minutes yeah, of that yeah, one? Yeah, 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 there was yeah, a lot. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> there was these, a lot, man. These, these things do happen. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Good show. Let's call it a night. Week. Thanks I a lot. I, Hit your yeah, thumbs I'm, up. I'm, I'm sure I'm in the green after this uh, Bengals cover comes through. I'm if you sorry, had the Bills. Back. Yeah. If you had the Bills, I think you just got the, the ball bounced away from you. You ran into a, a white hot Joe Burrow. I don't know what else to tell you. You have any takeaways from this game? I was I was a little scared to you know get too involved with the Bengals. I don't want to buy high on the market with a because of why? But uh, the Bills team has been hard for me to solve, like because we've seen really good performances from this Bills offense, but then you've seen it where eh, like oh we're just gonna get the scripted and that's it, and then you're gonna suck. Um, yeah, it's uh, I wasn't super sure what we'd get from the Bills. Yeah. Big, All right. uh, Big first down conversion here would be nice. Huge. I got it. I'm ahead of you. Oh, uh, yeah. Although, stay and bounce, Mixon. What are we doing? Doesn't matter, right? They kneel, no yeah. kneel. So, this is over. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Time out. Call it a game. Second. You want it like a blow on the Atlanta Falcons season? Mixon hit that sideline like an Oklahoma co ed. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at it. No, you can't laugh. He hit somebody. My God, you're an animal. I know. I tricked you.